behind the screen. It's time we all dive into that rabbit hole. In this video, Carrie Schmidt under, uncovers the truth, what it takes to raise human consciousness. Learn the science behind spirituality, connect to your power, and co-create the life you truly desire. It's time we all dive into that rabbit hole and seek the knowledge we deserve to know about ourselves and the universe. We need to get behind the screen and scrub it. So welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show. I'm so pleased that you're here. Make sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube channel and you're about to go on a wellness driven ride. I'm gonna be so excited to share our guest with you today. She's an incredible human being. Here we go. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent, or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Let me introduce our guest that we have today. Carrie Schmidt is a certified life mastery consultant, founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions, LLC. As the founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions, LLC, Carrie Schmidt put the soul in solutions by transforming lives personally and professionally. A dynamic, influential thought leader and motivational speaker, she has the ability to instantly captivate your mind, motivate your heart, and awaken your soul by empowering you to gain clarity on your purpose, overcome limiting beliefs, and have the courage to act on your dreams. After achieving top-level leadership roles and a six-figure salary, everything she dedicated all her efforts towards in corporate America, Carrie still felt a longing for something greater. She embarked on a spiritual journey of personal discovery and development that led her to research the fundamentals of psychology, neuroscience, and quantum physics. 
Now a certified life mastery consultant, Carrie offers life coaching programs and business consulting services. And her vision is to reach, teach, and transform over 1 million lives globally by helping raise human consciousness and mental health awareness. Wow. Everything I strive to do on this planet, please help me welcome Carrie. Hey, how are you, April? It's such a pleasure to be on your show. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm really pleased and excited to get to know you and your perspective and your story and to share it with others. So let's start out by, you know, aside from the, the glamorous uh, description I just made of you, tell us who you are. Introduce yourself, please. So um, I'm Carrie Schmidt. I'm a life and business success coach. I enjoy helping people connect to their power, passion, and purpose, and really live a life that they love. Life is short, so why waste any time being miserable, depressed, stuck in a dead-end job, or whatever else? So I like to help my clients you know, get out of their own way, overcome subconscious programming from your childhood, and really take action on what you want in life and turn your dreams into reality. I also help companies. I'm a lean manufacturing expert, Six Sigma Black Belt. So I go in and I help companies develop their leadership teams, um, improve their communication, accountability, do some strategic planning. And I'm also a single mom and my son is 16 years old. He's my angel mm -hmm. baby who I've raised on my own since he was born. And um, yeah, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I just love life. <laughs> That's incredible. And having, a, you know, a 16 year old boy that definitely strives, you know, you want to do the best you can as a single parent. I understand that journey well with being a single mom of three daughters. So, you know, it absolutely pushes you, motivates you uh, to do something bigger, better, could you describe your journey a little bit in corporate America? Because I have a little experience with that too, but mm -hmm. what really moved you and inspired you to start thinking differently? Um, I started as a customer service representative and worked my way up the corporate ladder until I was a general manager of a $100 million manufacturing facility. Um, I dedicated my life to my son and my job for like six years. You know, it was just that's it. Nothing else mattered in life. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you get to higher level leadership positions, a lot of times, you know, in corporate, you can deal with the roadblocks and kind of, it's kind of like banging your head off a brick wall. <laughs> and I got kind of sick of that. Um, I am the type of person that I don't just go with what people say, you know, this is how we do it. And it just is what it is. I'm the type of person that if it doesn't make sense, I want to find the best way. Um, and so a lot of times I was challenging the status quo. Mm -hmm. And but, you know, any department that I um, worked with, we made improvements and record breaking improvements. So it got to a point where I realized money in a title really doesn't bring happiness. You know, it seems like we... We work so hard to reach a certain point in our mind. And once you get there, it's like, okay, I'm still not fulfilled. Now what? And for me, that's what it was. Um, additionally, I lost my father uh, when he was 60 years old. And this was over 10 years ago. 
Um, he passed away suddenly and it was very unexpected. So for me, that was kind of my wake up call mm. to really start living my life with purpose and not allow the conditions or limitations in my current life to have an effect on my future. So I started looking, you know, um, you know, researching and reading and just kind of expanding my horizons. And I was able to, uh, move out of the area that I'm, I'm originally from Sharon, Pennsylvania. So gray skies and it's, it's, um, it snows a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of like you hibernate for six months of your life. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. So I ended up moving to Charlotte, North Carolina area, um, ended up leaving corporate America and starting my business. And it's not easy when you first start. That's one thing I want to say, you know, it's, I thought, oh, I'm just going to start my own business and I'll be making the same amount of money I used to make. That's not, that's not how it like starts out. So, um, it's been a challenging road, but one, I am so grateful that I took this journey, um, because it's taught me so much about myself. It's helped me grow and evolve just through the journey. So it's pretty cool stuff. What would you say is one of the biggest transitions that you made through that? Or, you know, you say it's not easy, um, when you, when you start in something like that, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I started my business in September of 2019 and I was still working full time as a VP of operations for a company. Oh, wow. I ended so up were, yeah. yeah. So check this out. I ended up leaving the company January of 2020. I went to Los Angeles um, for a Mind Valley live event, came back, and then the coronavirus was like, okay, we're going to shut everything down. So literally, I drained my savings account the first year of being mm -hmm. in business because you're trying to grow your business. And yeah. for a consultant or coach, it's very difficult because you have to have that contact in order to get clients. And we couldn't do networking. So it was even more challenging. But each year since then, it's gotten easier and I've gotten a lot more exposure and especially through publishing my book as well. Um, so it's been a challenging ride, but again, I'm, I'm so grateful for everything and every opportunity I've had. And how, how did your son experience the move? Because I know that that can be really challenging, especially for teenagers, you know, making such a big leap and transition, you know, when you're involving friends that you grew up with, what was that experience like for him? He was actually, he did pretty good. He transitioned. Um, we both made all new friends and he did, he did good. He still misses his friends back, back in Pennsylvania, but he did good with the transition. Okay, good. So you both are pretty happy and that's oh, yeah. really good to hear. I know that that can be hard, but it sounds like to me, like you really had the, you know, your environment in mind, like you said, you know, where you grew up, it was cloudy. You mm -hmm. were in winterization for six months out of the year. It just was a little, you know, more down. You needed some more sunlight, some more vitamin C. Yes. And so I think that's really important. Can you describe a little bit about the importance for that for people, you know, when making choices like that, the in environmental factors and mm -hmm. how that shows up with our well-being? 
Well, I say don't wait for the wake up call. I like to say mm. the three D's death, disease, and divorce. Oh. Most people wait, yeah. you know, to make changes in their life. And yeah. most people think about all of the conditions or limitations that keep them from going after their dream, whether it's trying for a different job or moving to a different, you know, climate, um, leaving a spouse that maybe you're unhappy with, whatever that might be for somebody, just don't wait, you know, take action right. because tomorrow isn't promised to any one of us. And we live our lives sometimes as if it is, and it's not. So that's why I say, don't wait for the wake up call. Yeah. You really want to make the changes that you can make now. And you know that very well based on your experience with your father with an unexpected death at 60 years old. So yeah. very, very empowering. We're going to move into our first commercial. And when we get back, we'll talk some more. Stay Sounds tuned. Good. Our lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. Hi, I'm April Hove, the Managing Director of the Fort Worth, Texas chapter of eWomen Network. I'm so excited that you stopped to watch this video. I've got good news for you. You have just discovered an international network of women entrepreneurs who are committed to helping you achieve, succeed, and prosper. We are on a mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. Here at eWomen Network, we have a complete success system that supports you every step of the way in building and growing your business. You being here right now is no accident. We're supposed to know about you. We want to meet you to find out how we can help you as well as learn about what you have to offer. With over 500,000 women connecting through 118 chapters across the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK, you are never alone. If this is resonating with you, please go to eWomenNetwork.com slash Fort Worth. Notice, too, my contact information. I invite you to reach out to me and check out our upcoming in-person and online events. I am really looking forward to introducing you to our community. So I'm really excited to kind of learn more about what, what made you go into the psychology and the quantum physics and the spiritual aspect of your journey? What, what made you really want to investigate those areas? So I started, I think it began 
I downloaded Audible because when I would drive to my job, it was over an hour in Charlotte traffic. So I said, I'm either going to kill somebody or I'm going to have to quit my job because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I downloaded Audible and I started listening to books. And I listened to the book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Love that book. And that kind of got me on the journey of, wow, the power of our subconscious mind. Yeah. Um, from there, you know, I got a subscription to Gaia and I literally watched every episode on Gaia from Greg Braden to Joe Dispenza to Dr. Bruce Lipton. I mean, there's just so many people that are sharing knowledge that has been around for thousands of years. I think our ancient, you know, ancestors, indigenous cultures, they understood the science behind spirituality is what I like to call it. And really, it all depends on your perspective and what you believe in. So I dove down the rabbit hole researching about energy, vibration, frequency, you know, the stuff Nikola Tesla and Albert Einstein tried to tell us in 1905. Yeah. It's 2023. And, you know, why everybody doesn't know the importance of energy, vibration, and frequency is beyond my, it, but anyway. <laughs> it gets well, that's really why you're here because we're going to dive down this rabbit hole together. Yeah. So your energy is everything. And when I realized this and I realized how our brains are like a supercomputer, I mean, literally we, we take in so much information, but it really depends upon your programming. And we're programmed from zero to seven years old. Children are operating in a theta brainwave frequency, which means that the world around them is literally a download. Every signal, uh, word, feeling is downloaded into their subconscious mind, which is connected to your central nervous system. And so then when you realize that your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions. Your actions create your results. If you want to change your results in life, you got to go back to your way of thinking. We think over 60,000 thoughts on a daily basis. 80% of those thoughts are negative and 95% of those thoughts are from the past. So what mm -hmm. people don't realize is that, you know, we are really a bunch of children masquerading around as adults. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Shafali says that line and I just loved it because... As adults, we go through relationships or jobs or whatever um, pattern you might continue to go through in your life. You have to realize that somehow you might be contributing to that pattern. And it is through our way of thinking and it's through our belief systems. Your belief shapes your reality. And when you start to realize that the way you show up energetically will impact your results. Um, you know, the thoughts that you're thinking in your mind will impact your vibration, good vibes, bad vibes. There's actually a scale of consciousness that um, Dr. David Hawkins uh, designed that can tell you where you're at on your scale of consciousness. So there's just so much information that I think if we understood and put it into perspective, into our everyday lives, you can make such 
a drastic difference in your life if you want to improve the results of your life. And I know a lot of people are walking around miserable, depressed, you know, dealing with things that they think might be out of their control. But we are in control of our reality. We co-create our reality. And so once you realize this, then you can start to work with an ancient system, the secret, if you ever read The Secret or watched mm -hmm. the movie, I mean, the law of attraction and the law of resonance is real. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. So I think so many people good. don't think it's real because things aren't happening immediate. Well, mm -hmm. if you think of all of the junk that you have to that you're that you're cycling through in your mind continuously day in and day out, yeah. of course, it's not going to be immediate, you know, and. So, but I think truthfully, what I love the most about the day and age that we're living in is all of the science that we are, are proving, you know, now we can, we can show that, you know, each one of our, um, each one of our, I can't think now, <laughs> but, uh, the chakras, thank the chakras. you. Mm -hmm. Yes. That each one of those are measurable, that they're yes. like tiny little brains and, and they're this intelligent piece of us and mm -hmm. that's measurable now. So I think the, the power that is at hand is now you get to show the proof. Mm -hmm. It says, okay, this is here. Here's the physical evidence because that's what people want is that physical evidence aspect where they can see the truth and start believing that really the miraculous isn't so miraculous anymore. I mean, it is, but, mm -hmm. but now that we can put it into perspective like that, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. There's an infinite intelligence everywhere, um, that connects us all. And when you realize that and you can tap into that and it's through your soul, I believe, I believe your soul is the seat of everything. And that's what connects you. Um, and I also talk a lot about all of this in my book because I talk about the difference between ego and spirit. You can look mm -hmm. at life through an egoic lens, you know, fearing or worrying or doubting, you know, all of those things. Or you can look at life through your spiritual lens and you can believe and you can, you know, take action in faith versus, you know, the fear part. And when you live life through your spiritual lens, what a difference it will make in your relationships, in your career, in your peace, in your happiness. It's amazing. And I teach my clients this. I take them through a system of transformation that has been proven for the past 40 years to deliver incredible results. And I've never had a client who was not transformed in just so many ways. Like I have a client right now that's in week three of my 12 week program. And it's amazing to see just the, the leaps and bounds that people are making in overcoming their childhood trauma, realizing, you know, that some of their patterns are related to their childhood and mm -hmm. you can actually reprogram your mind you can start to fire and wire new ways of thinking that are empowering versus limiting. And when you start to do that, your results will change. And it's just amazing. I love it. 
I agree with you. I, I couldn't agree more uh, based on my experiences as well. And so there's a lot of different directions we can take this. And I really want to go back to the spiritual aspect because you talked, you know, about how it really stems from that spiritual piece of us. Mm -hmm. Now, recently, uh, well, not recently, it always is a, an issue. And I think it's more of an issue nowadays. We've gone through this major transition societally with COVID on a worldwide basis. Mm -hmm. And so mental health is at the forefront of the awareness. Yes. And so it was talking with my better half the other day and saying, you know, why is it that that we we do this yin yang and we go back and forth i mean there's not a person on earth that you know has a perfect existence where they're happy all the time and this is not what we're teaching either it's mm -hmm. not that you need to be on cloud nine continuously but why is it that we have these drastic time periods in our life and so i feel and tell me if you agree with me, but I feel like it's our souls pushing us to for growth. I mean, yes. we cannot experience the highs if we don't experience the lows. We can't appreciate. We wouldn't know what gratitude truly is. Yeah, I think spiritually we are seeking a freer, fuller, more expanded expression of ourselves. And so we come into this earth suit, I'll call it. And, you know, we're learning and, you know, we are, are trying to overcome certain energy frequencies, karma, if you will. Um, and I think we're always spiritually seeking to grow. Okay. And, and this journey of life is an evolution of our spirit. I believe that if you don't overcome certain lessons that you need to evolve through spiritually, you'll continue to manifest the same circumstances until you learn and you evolve and you make changes in order to get better in life. And then you can move on to the next uh, <clears throat> place, if you will. But ultimately, you know, mental health is the most important health that we can talk about. I mean, the thoughts that run through your mind is proven to impact your results. So if you're sitting here saying, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I'm ugly, no one loves me, you know, I just, I have this dark cloud following me around. Well, yeah, you do because it's your thought process. And we have to change our thought processes, but that's not always easy for people. You know, some people may have grown up in a, in a abusive environment or, you know, they got a download from their parents of yelling, screaming, anger, all of those things. And so we are a bunch of supercomputers walking around life unconscious or you know that's this is what my book's all about it's about we're unconscious to the power that's breathing us this power we have an intuition we have a spiritual connection but if you're not aligned with that life is probably hard and yeah. it may not be the best life so if you feel a longing for something greater or if you feel discontent in any area of your life that's a signal from the universe that says we need to make some changes. Yeah. And until you connect with that and you notice it and you become aware of it, it'll continue to signal you. 
<laughs> it's like you can't run from your spirit that's trying to evolve and if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. So I think it's so powerful for people to realize that one, you can make changes and improvements in your life. Two, it's not as hard as you think. And three, there's support and there's people out there that want to help you you know, live a better life and find happiness, joy, love, peace, fulfillment, whatever that might be for you. Um, but it all depends on your decision. Yeah. Your choice. It is the choice. So Carrie, it, for, for anyone who's listening and, you know, they've gotten to that point or they know somebody who's, you know, where, you know, like you said, the universe is just like, hey, hold up. Something's not right here. This is not the direction that we need to be going. Yes. This is not for your greatest good. There's something more. There's mm -hmm. something better. There's a different direction. What would you tell them? You know, what is something that somebody could do right away? Would you suggest to pick up a book, to listen to something, you know, to, to go within? What, what are some top suggestions? So number one, if you can answer this question, what would I love? Okay. What would you love to be, see, do in your life? And maybe look at it three years down the road. Define what you would love. Now, some people can't even define this. Some people just, you know, are kind of stuck. And if you feel stuck, there are a lot of things that you can do. Number one is just to start to notice your way of thinking. Start to pinpoint when you're thinking positive and negative. Start to notice those negative thought patterns so that you can identify if there's a commonality, if there's a pattern to them. Um, so you want to define what you would love. You want to notice your way of thinking. Um, I would say, you know, reading has always done wonders for me to teach me different tools and strategies of how to overcome, again, the supercomputer subconscious programming we have. Um, books, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer, all of his books, I would highly recommend The Power of Intention, Dr. Mm -hmm. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Neville Goddard is a huge, um, I'm a huge fan of Neville Goddard. So, you know, First, realize that you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay feeling this way. You can make changes, but it starts with you. You have to want to make changes and then decide what do you want to change, okay? Where do you have that longing, longing for more or discontent? And what would you love to replace that longing with? and define it. The first thing is to define it. Get really crystal clear about what you want um, because the universe can't give you anything that you haven't defined as you want it, right? Because there's a thing called our reticular activating system. And it's the most powerful thing that we have connected to our brainstem because it filters in the things that we're paying attention to versus all the stimuli that we're we're you we face on a daily basis. So when we're thinking about something, our reticular activating system will filter that into our awareness of what's going on around us. People might not know that. And that's I think that's an important concept. Yeah. I think that um all of those are are excellent. You know, definitely having an idea of what you want to create because we're constantly creating, right? Mm -hmm. So if if all of this is true, then we are in constant creation mode. Yeah. And so when we have those horrible thoughts, it's like, oh, wait a minute. 
I don't actually want to feel this way and I don't actually want to think about that future. So, you know, but I think that it's easy to get into that spot where it's just, it feels so impossible to yes, stop, yes. to stop the thoughts, you know, even if we're like, okay, I'll try to keep, I'll try to think happy thoughts, you know, and it's just like, it still doesn't stop. And, and, you know, I have found, I love those books that you recommended, the authors mm -hmm. you recommended, because again, it's going to the sciences. It's, yep. they explain so eloquently and so beautifully on what exactly is happening. And I feel it's like, oh my gosh, now I understand. Mm -hmm. I, I get why I'm thinking and feeling this way. I get it. I get, you know, why this is happening. And at the same time, you know, when we can't stop those thoughts from happening, um, I was at a point like that not long ago. Mm -hmm. And so I tried meditation and people can go, well, yeah, I can't meditate. Well, yes, the you more can. you keep doing it, the, you know, eventually you'll go. But that was one of the only things that really took me out of those continuous thought patterns. If you find a good meditation, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza's, but it brings you far enough out into a dream state to where you actually can escape those recurring thought patterns. And even if it's just for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, it's enough where you're starting to create a different reality. Yes. And I think the continuance of that is a key aspect too. Yeah. I mean, Joe Dispenza has proven that meditation can help with, um, you know, diseases and, and it's just, it's an amazing tool, but you have to try it. And it's like so many people in the Western culture are against trying something new or, mm -hmm. oh, I tried, I can't do it. I mean, it's really just quieting your mind and focusing on your breath and not engaging in the thoughts. Yeah. So we just have to, we have to slow down this servant mind of ours. That's constantly, you know, looking, thinking, you just have to, you got to slow it down. Mm -hmm. And again, that comes from your, um, your willpower, you know, you want to go within and reflect and disengage from all of the chaos yeah, absolutely. I I find to be very, very helpful too is walking, just mm -hmm. being outside, being in nature, escaping the indoors. I mean, it, that can be so unhealthy in and of itself when we're caught inside. And so many of us are where we're doing the work inside on the computers, you know, whether you're working inside, you know, uh, you know, industrial aspect, you know, mm -hmm. if that's your form of work, or you're just sitting at the computer, or you're even in the house taking care of the kids or doing whatever. But when we don't get outside and having that movement for our body, I was my um, other partner, he always says movement creates emotion. <laughs> and so, you know, it does, it really helps you know, move that. And, and so emotion is energy in motion, I like to say. So you can have yeah. stuck energy or you can have your energy moving. And so yeah. walking helps that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of the quickest ways to, like you said, it's moving the energy. <laughs> it's the fastest way, whether we're, you know, doing a little hop or, you know, and water too is another powerful, yep. you know, force of nature that we can utilize to kind of snap into a different, 
you know, a different energy. Mm-hmm. So I'll move into our next commercial. And then when we get back, let's jump into talking about that fabulous book that you have when we get back. Hello, everyone. I am Kim Jacobs, the host of The Kim Jacobs Show. And you all know who's right here with me, Dr. Les Brown. How are you, Dr. Brown? I'm blessed and highly favored. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time you want to give yourself a competitive edge. If you got a message, you have some knowledge or experience, a story, or if you want to do something adventurous and exciting with your life that can increase your credibility, expose you to millions of people, I'm encouraging you to have your own talk show. I used to have a talk show. That one talk show catapulted me to another level. Now there are more people watching the internet, as you are aware, than television. Come on, somebody. That's right. Dr. Kim Jacobs, she trained people on how to have their own talk show. She will train you how to do that. And now with me working, partnering with her, now you have the combination of an audience, expansive audience. We have over 4 million people in all of our platforms and the coaching you need to grow your business, to grow your multi-level marketing organization, to draw more attention to yourself in this noisy economy. Go ahead, Kim. So in the training that I do, Les, I actually do a six-week training. It's one hour per week. And each week I meet with the individuals one-on-one, We go through and we talk about all of the things that's necessary for a show to become a reality. We go from how to actually identify your focus area, what's going to be your ideal customer that's going to be tuning in. We'll talk about how to get guests, how to get sponsorship, how to go about getting your lighting, your branding, and your banners, and everything that you need to know. And guess what, Les? They own their own content at the end of the day. And that's exciting. Now, if you're ready to to create a shift in your business and in your life and increase your cash flow, I want you to go to KimJacobsConsulting.com. It's right there on the screen. KimJacobsConsulting.com. You know, people say opportunity knocks on every door. No. Opportunity stands by silently waiting for you to recognize it. So I want you to recognize that this is a time for you. This is an incredible time to have your own talk show. It establishes a level of credibility. Yes. And by being exposed to people on a regular basis, it allows you to strategically begin to impact and attract your audience. She can take you in a place in yourself that you can't go by yourself. So go to Kim Jacobs consulting.com. That's Kim Jacobs consulting.com. Did I say Kim Jacobs consulting.com? Yes, you did. Very good. Make sure you go there and sign up for the coaching. And we're looking forward to working with you. You have something special. You have greatness within you. That's my story. And that's Kim's story. And we're sticking to it. Bye for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Yes. Speaking of great coaching, right. And, you know, I was so excited because I saw you on Kim Jacobs show and yeah. that is how you are here on the wellness driven life show, because that's how we find really incredible people to share great stories. And speaking of, I want to talk about your book a little bit. Um, I put it on the screen. This is one of the coolest, you know, book covers ever. I love it. I want, I want to know how you came up with this concept. So tell it all girl. So, um, the screen is your lens of life. Um, it is the veil between your conscious and subconscious mind. There's so many different screens in life. Um, and so, I actually had my photographer take the picture of me looking into a broken mirror. And that's actually the picture. You can see my hand kind of holding it, but then I wanted it to kind of show broken around it. Mm -hmm. um, with the darkness, kind of like there's, there's the dark and the light. You know, I talk about right. the effects of divorce. When I was a kid, my parents got divorced and my sister and I moved apart um, trying to fit into high school and a lot of different things. So I talk about a lot of dark, but then I, I show you the light through my stories and through my teaching. So I kind of wanted to show that, um, with this cover, but also it's kind of like the eyes, your eyes are the doorway to the soul. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of expressing that with the eye and, the broken yeah. screen, I guess. I think it's, I think it's beautiful. I really love how you portrayed this. I think you did a fabulous job. I know a lot of people are making books nowadays, you know, and so it's, it's a challenge to really be able to stand out and not only that, but there actually be a really good, uh, story behind it, a really good message behind the picture. Yeah. And I think you absolutely portrayed that. And you just gave us like three or four examples of what this picture portrays. So um, I want to go a little bit into behind the scene. Now you share some really personal details about your life, including relationship str struggles, family abandonment, drug and alcohol abuse, et cetera. It must be very hard to share those personal details. Why do you think it's important to talk about those kind of struggles? You know, I think nowadays we are so judgmental of others and critical of ourselves. And I believe that we really need to let down the walls and stop the criticism, self-judgment, stop the competition. We need to embrace our true selves, you know, connect again with our inner power. Um, and it's difficult. So through my book, I, I talk a lot about the science behind energy, vibration, frequency, how you can incorporate it into your life. Um, I talk a lot about how negative thought patterns can inhibit your ability to find healthy relationships, um, improve in your career or with, with your life. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, it was very hard to share the stories. Um, but I do it because I know that there are millions of people struggling 
behind the screen, okay? This veil of reality that we will be on social media scrolling through other people's lives and we are observing their lives, but we're seeing it through our lens. And so you can't successfully judge someone else's life through the pictures that they post or the videos that they post, but we think we know people, right? And in the book, I say, you know, you could, um, there could be a, a family who takes a beautiful picture. You might be looking through social media, see this beautiful picture of a husband, wife, and their kids. And right before the photographer snapped that picture of this picture-perfect family, they're all arguing and fighting and or the parents just had, you know, the worst fight of their life. They might be getting ready to get divorced. You just never know what is going on behind this screen, right? So I think mm -hmm. that we really need to stop with the um, labeling, stereotyping, and just judgment of others. Mm -hmm. And we really need to just focus on the good you know, look at life through the spiritual lens versus the egoic lens, because, you know, we talked about the mental health crisis and all of the problems that we're facing in the world today until we can come together as people practice more oneness, love, compassion, gratitude, raise our vibrational frequency on this planet. Um, it's not looking good for us, right? So we can't continue to live in this low vibration of anger, hate, jealousy, envy, grief, all of those things. We have to, we have to rise above. And the only way we're going to do that is to get true with ourselves, right? You know, don't, don't judge others, you know, let's, let's go within and find out where can I improve? Where can I help my family or my friends? How can I make this world a better place? I think that's what we all need to, you know, ponder that question. How can I make this world a better place? If I can show up with better energy and a positive intention, I can have an impact. I can, it's a ripple effect through mm. others. And I think we need more people to, you know, embrace that. And especially our young, especially our young people and our teenagers, because there's a whole chapter called the teenage screen. And it was when I was 15, 16, 17 years old in love with a man who cheated on me multiple times, broke my heart. And, you know, I kept going back. Why? Why in the world would you keep going back? Well, because you know, we have lessons to learn in life and those lessons help us evolve spiritually. Um, unfortunately, I was really hard-headed. <laughs> it took me way too many years to learn some of the lessons that I've learned in life. But, you know, we go through seasons for a reason. We might not know why the reason is, but there, there, it's something that's helping us move on to that next space in life. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and... You know, I think that you just answered the question right there of, yes, it's difficult to share the stories in life. It, it, you know, for you, it's difficult to share my stories in life. But, you know, the reason for that, the impactful reason for that is because that's how people relate to yes. 
Yeah. And, you know, even just me hearing what you said just then, I can relate to that when mm -hmm. I was a teenager. It's like, my goodness, it took me a very long time to learn some lessons. And yeah. I think it's, it's the same case for many, 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 many of us. It takes a long time. And through these sharing of the stories, it's, you know, we can better relate to, better understand. And when we feel like we've heard that, we can be like, you know, I get that. I, I get it. And if you can do it and change and have this incredible tran transformation, then so can I. That's right. And that's what I really try to portray in the book is, you know, teaching these lessons. So I teach a life timeline system of transformation that's from birth until your age today. You have lived a life timeline. Well, sometimes we need to map out certain um, important phases of our timeline so that we can consciously become aware that something that happened when I was eight years old is still impacting my results today. Mm -hmm. And until I notice that and become aware of it, I can't make changes. But once I have that awareness, I can start to make changes and start to see different results in my life. You know, I talk about being a single mom, right? And and I was single for a long time. I used to tell guys, lose my phone number. I don't have time for you. But then I realized, shoot, I'm going to be <laughs> alone for the rest of my life if I don't start giving it. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's this, um, we learn defense mechanisms when you go through difficult mm -hmm. times. Okay. So my defense mechanism was I just shut down, peace out. I don't, I don't need anything to do with you, but that wasn't serving me. So I had to go within and identify like, why am I still reacting this way? Mm -hmm. It's because a trigger in my current reality is triggering my past emotions to resurface and make me react so that I am creating the same scenarios, mm -hmm. right? Um, and once I noticed that, in fact, I developed this whole system of transformation by applying it to my own life. Yeah. <laughs> and once I noticed that, I could make these changes. And so that's the seven-step system that I talk about in the book. And I even, there's a, there's a journal in the back that has pages that you can reflect on your own life timeline. I use my life as a guide. So, you know, it's kind of like hanging your laundry out to dry on the life timeline. So like when I was eight years old, my parents got divorced. So there's a t-shirt that says divorce and it's hung up. And then when I was 14, I was in a interracial relationship. My family uh, um, disowned me except for mm -hmm. my father. Um, the rest of my family disowned me. So um, I went with pretty much no family from 15 to 23 years old. Right. And then, so this all shaped my reality and my mindset about life, um, as I was growing up. And so I can use my stories and reflections from my past to teach, you know, um, ways of behaving that are more healthy <laughs> than yeah. what I what I would have done. And I talk a lot about mental health. I talk about the statistics and, you know, I, I tried to commit suicide. Like there's, there's a lot that I share that people don't even know about me. But again, in order to reach someone else who might be struggling in the darkness, 
you have to, you have to open that door for them to relate to you, like you said. So I hope that my book, if, if, if I can, if I can help one person save their life or help them get on the right track, then God has blessed me. I'm, I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. Carrie, can you share a little bit about the response that you receive from people um, now that you have been sharing these very intimate pieces of knowledge about you? Yeah. So um, I get, wow, you were very vulnerable in writing this book. Um, and, you know, I have helped impact uh, my clients' lives. All my clients read my book and, and apply the system to their lives. I actually have a coaching program that is supplemental to what you learn in the book. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten so much support from friends and family and readers, and I've been on like 50 podcasts. So people reach out to me and say, wow, you know, your story has had such a profound impact on me. Um, I would love to get into high schools and colleges and speak to students and our mm -hmm. youth, because that's really my passion is helping them, you know, stop struggling in your teens versus carrying it into your thirties or forties and then have to make adjustments. Right. So I yeah. want to capture people when they're, when they're in it so that they don't have to continue to reproduce <laughs> those same patterns, if that makes sense. No, that's so impactful. And I asked that question because I think so much of us feel ashamed mm -hmm. and embarrassed. Yep. And like they, if they talk about the, the things that they think about or the issues that they've had, the experiences that they've had, that they will be, you know, shunned or they won't be accepted. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that's part of the issue is yeah. that, you know, that's, you know, it may be true, right? Just like you experienced with your family, you were in an interracial relationship and they were like disowning you. And that was years and years of you not feeling like you had anyone to go to, to family yeah. in particular. And I think there's so much with that with our families where we feel we need the most acceptance and we don't always get it. Yeah. And what a powerful message there is there with we don't always get it from our families. And that is not anything new. It is never going to change, you know, unless we really truly do rise the conscious level of, of our humanity, right? Yeah. On a drastic level. Mm -hmm. But let's just say that it's not going to change. So what do we do about that? You know, how do you accept that? And like you said, it's okay. I get that. This is how that is. And now what? So I'm working on myself and I don't have to have somebody else's, you know, approval. Right. And, you know, I, I can be who I need to be to thrive and shine. And there are people out there that need to hear your story, period, yeah. period. Yeah. There's so, like I said, there's so much judgment in the world and that's what we need to get away from. And we need to get away from the fear too, fear of what other people are going to think. You know, one of the most important things is self-love. You have to love yourself first and kids struggle with this. You know, my son struggles with this. It's like, we're so hard on ourselves. 
And then we're so hard on others. So how can we ever find peace and happiness and, and a healthy mindset when we're living this way? You can't live this way. So, you know, I believe that the right people will love and support you and be around you. And those are the right people for you. If someone yeah. chooses not to, um, you know, be a part of your life for a decision that you have made, you have to, you have to be okay with the decisions that you're making. And for me, I don't see color. I don't see whatever. I right. see a spirit. I see a soul. Yeah. I see a person. Yeah. Um, and I don't like to judge people. I'm a very empathetic person. Um, and some people aren't like that. So you have to understand that everyone is looking at life through their own level of consciousness. Yeah. Well, they're, so, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone knows. So how could you be mad at somebody when it's the experience that they have to go through for their own soul's growth and evolution? Yep. And everybody comes from their own perspective. So some people haven't experienced certain things or went through certain things to understand, you know, where you might be. It's okay. Um, at the end of the day, what really matters is love, compassion, gratitude. And if somebody isn't going to be there for you and show up in that way for you, then maybe you're better off without them, unfortunately. Or, you know, Things will change and maybe later on in life, you'll, it, it'll work out. But either way, as long as you're good with yourself and you love yourself and you're doing what is best for you, then you're on the right path. I love that you said that things will change because I think that through, you know, my experience, that has been one of the number one keys is that change is constant. This too mm -hmm. shall pass. And yeah. You know, just because you feel one way one day and you're lying in bed, you feel like, you know, death's edge. It doesn't mean that you're going to feel that way tomorrow. Things absolutely change. It's yeah. been so consistent for me <laughs> <laughs> that change is constant. And, you know, um, I, I just I love so much what you're doing. I love that you're trying to hit the youth. I think that's a big thing. Also, I know a lot of people that are really working to uh, hit that audience, you know, and, and really show them and give them the tools and the awareness and the knowledge of what we can do right now, how we really do work on a biological level. Yeah. And having that knowing we get to choose a different experience. Definitely. So we'll move into our a last very brief commercial, and then we'll come back in our closing. Stay tuned. can learn more about Bella Grace in the description. And speaking of the description, you can learn more about Carrie and her fabulous book, um, all of her social media links. Also, um, it gives the link to purchase 
a copy of this book for yourself. I really think it's cool, Carrie, that you offered that bit at the end where people can journal and reflect mm -hmm. and, and really hone in on so many of the stories that you have so they can have some relation and understanding and, and feel that connection with you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole transformational thing. <laughs> Not only do I tell my stories, but I ask questions and you know, I help hopefully help the reader to learn more about themselves and, you know, identify areas where they might want to make some changes for the better. Right. So I also want to point out that you can reach Carrie at www.carrie-schmidt.com. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-S, -S -S I can't speak, dash S-C-H-M-I-D-T.com. I'll say that one more time. C-A-R-R-I-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T.com. So that's fabulous. Carrie, is there anything else you want to tell the audience today? Just, you know, do what makes your soul sing. If you're doing what makes your soul sing in life, that's you're you're living, you're living out your spiritual journey and your purpose. And if you need help identifying what that is, I'd love to help you. So go to the website right there and you can book a complimentary strategy session with me and we can talk about any way that you want to improve your life or your career, um, it's just my passion to help people really connect to their power, passion, and purpose and live a, live a healthy, happy, prosperous life. Oh, I love that. Do what makes your soul sing. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Thank Carrie, you. for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show and if there's anybody who is watching the replay of this and you have comments, please leave them in the comments section below and we will get back to you. Also want to thank you very much for contributing to the show because without your generous contributions and donations, we wouldn't be able to have this beautiful platform with these incredible guests and all of the stories where you get to learn and grow with us. So when you donate through the Wellness Driven Life Show, you can donate through what's scrolling on the bottom, Venmo, PayPal, or when you go to our website at www.thewellnessdrivenlifeshow.com, you'll be left with a beautiful email follow-up from your donation, and you can keep that for your records. So I want to thank our audience again so very much for being here with us today, for watching the replay, for subscribing to the show and getting notifications, and for supporting our incredible guests. So thank you again and goodbye for now. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.